Welcome to Watch Therefore. We're watching for our great King, our Savior, Messiah Jesus. We're going to find out today why it's so important to do so, to watch therefore and be ready. My name is Doe Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee, proclaiming to you wherever you are in Messiah Jesus. Are you in Messiah Jesus? And if not, by the end of this program, Lord willing, you will be. Those who are in Messiah Jesus to watch therefore and be ready. The Lord told us, watch therefore and be ready. You don't know the hour or the day the Son of Man is coming. And of course, we know He's coming in the clouds for His people any moment. So, what we're going to do is we're going to have a word of prayer. And we're going to thank the Lord for our time together. And then we're going to look at the Word of God. Because it's through the Word of God. Our faith is strengthened, and we'll even see why that's so important in this program today. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Yeshua's name, thank you for this opportunity to serve you, to preach your word, to teach your word, and to hear your word and be strengthened in our faith that we might be that good and faithful servant who's watching for the master to come and ready when he returns. Bless all who are watching today, Father. We thank you in our great Savior Yeshua's name. Amen. So I've talked uh, before on this program as we're going through the book of 2 Timothy as to why this book of the Bible is so essential. Oh, listen, it's chock full of things that are so powerful for the body of Messiah that tragically are so foreign today to so many Christians. So what we're going to do today is we're going to look at these things and we're going to be equipped in the word of the living God. Now, we're, we're coming towards the end of, of 2 Timothy. It's uh, four chapters, and we looked last week at, ch- at verse 5. And so I'm going to review, read that again. We're going into 6 and 7 in this teaching segment of the program. Uh, verse 5, Paul tell, tells Timothy, But you be watchful in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, Fulfill, fulfill your ministry. We looked at that last time, and that's going to segue us into verses 6 and 7. Here we go. Paul says, For I am already being poured out as a drink offering, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. So, so Paul refers back to the Hebrew Scriptures, to the Old Covenant times in the Bible where uh, in the tabernacle, and, and then later in the temple, the children of Israel, in, in ceremony, in obedience to the Lord, would have these different offerings. One of them was a drink offering. They would pour out on the altar of sacrifice. There was grain offerings. There were burnt offerings. And then they would pour the drink offering over this scalding hot area, and it would turn to steam and go up as a sweet-smelling aroma in the nostrils of the Lord. Yes? And, and, and so he says, I am, For I am already being poured out as a drink offering. What's he saying? Paul's time of departure from this life into the next life is at hand. And his life has been an offering to the Lord. It reminds me of Romans chapter 12, uh, verses 1 and 2, where this same apostle Paul writes to the Roman believers in Messiah Yeshua, and he says this. He says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is a reasonable service of worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing 
of your mind. And so Paul has lived out his life as a living sacrifice to Messiah Jesus. And that's what we're to do. Amen. He goes on to say, and the time of my departure is at hand. He confirms this is what he's talking about. He's lived his life as an offering for the Lord. Now it's time to go be with the Lord as Paul would be martyred. He would be put to death for his faith and obedience to the faith of Messiah Jesus. He goes on to say, I fought the good fight. I fought the good fight. Well, isn't that what you want to be able to say? As you're going to be with the Lord and as you stand with before the Lord, don't you want to look back and say, I fought the good fight? Don't you want to, after, after many years of living in this life, don't you want to say, my life mattered. I fought the good fight. Well, how do we do that? How do we fight the good fight? We stand in the armor of the Lord. He tells us, Paul, inspired by the Holy Spirit, in Ephesians chapter 6, he says to put on the armor of God and to stand in that armor. To stand. Because there's so much opposition. We are in a fight. We're in a war. Our primary enemies are three. The flesh, the world, and the devil that come against us uh, every moment of every day. There is a, a battle against us. And so we stand in the armor of God. We put on the waist belt of truth. We put on the breastplate of righteousness, the gospel shoes, the helmet of salvation. We hold up the shield of faith and we wield the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. That's how we fight the good fight. You know what? Uh, Never will you find a time where in an army, commanding officers go to each soldier and say, now let me put on your your uniform and your, 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 let me put on your your fighting wear. Let me put on uh, your battle uh, clothes for you. No, no, no. No, they put that on themselves. They've been trained with their weaponry. They've been trained how to fight, and they put those things on themselves. You don't see uh, a, a football team, you don't see the coach say, now guys, listen, I'll be in the locker room to put your, to put your uniforms on real soon, okay? I'll, I'll, I'll come put your shoulder pads on, I'll, go put your, you know, I'll put your helmets on for you, just wait, I'll be right over. No, no, no. No, they put that on themselves, and they are ready. They are ready for the battle. That's what we need to do. We need to put on the armor of God. If you want to look back at your life and say, I fought the good fight, you're going to need that armor. Absolutely. Hallelujah. He says this, I have finished the race. I have finished the race. Messiah Jesus gives us the analogy of a race in the scriptures. Yeah. He says in in Hebrews chapter 12 verses 1 and 2 that we have a race of endurance to run and that we need to lay down our sin and every weight that would entangle us to keep us from running that race with endurance and that we're to be, we have a great example to do that. Looking unto Messiah Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and is set down at the right hand of God. That's our example. We need to deny ourselves, take up our cross and follow Messiah Jesus. Hallelujah. Now we need to run this race with endurance. Listen, this is not a sprint. It's a marathon. And we need to, don't you want to look back and say, I fought the good fight. I finished my race. I finished my race. He says, I have kept the faith. I have kept the faith. Uh, uh, Messiah Jesus lived 
on this earth as a man in full faith in our Father in heaven and by the power of the Holy Spirit. He is our example. And, and we find out also in Hebrews that without faith it is impossible to please him. For those who come to God must believe that he is and he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. We have to walk in faith. And one of my uh, go-to passages for keeping the faith in a difficult generation like this one, the most difficult ever from what the scriptures teach, the, the generation that will see Messiah Jesus come in the clouds and all the warfare at this time, the war against our faith in Messiah Jesus is so fierce. That's okay because there's some things we can do. We see in James chapter 1, verses 2 through 4, Consider or call it all joy, my brethren, when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance. But let endurance have its perfect work, that you may be perfect, complete, lacking in nothing. I don't have time to teach on that whole verse, but I do want to remind you, faith isn't faith unless it's tested. Faith isn't faith unless it's tested. No, we have to keep the faith in the midst of this warfare, in the midst of the struggles associated with walking with Messiah Jesus in faith. We haven't seen him, but we love him. That's what Peter wrote. We haven't seen him, but we love him. And Messiah Jesus himself said, Blessed are those who believe and have not yet seen. No, we see with the eyes of our faith. We have to keep the faith until the king comes. And we're going to talk about that in just a moment. So, uh, Paul was a drink offering, a living sacrifice. That's what we want to be. He fought the good fight. That's what we need to do, standing in the armor of the living Elohim, God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Uh, Paul finished his race. We need to finish ours. Amen. Hallelujah. We need to keep the faith. We need to be pleasing to the one who sent his only begotten Son. We need to be pleasing to the one who gave his life for us and rose again. We need to, to not grieve the Holy Spirit, the Ruach HaKodesh, that uh, baptizes and fills us, that we can know how to follow Messiah Jesus and know how to be pleasing to our Father in heaven. Now, we're going to go to break in just a moment. And, and, and Paul continues. Hasn't this been powerful? He continues with, with a teaching that is so powerful and that we're going to need to walk in victory in this generation. Listen. This is, this is going to be helpful for you today, right where you live. We can walk this out just like this Apostle Paul did. And we can truly watch therefore and be ready. Don't go away. Important stuff in this break. And I'll be right back. I'm so thankful to stand on this platform called Watch Therefore and proclaim King Jesus and his coming in the clouds for his people and that we need to be ready. That's a message that shakes people out of their lukewarmness and causes the lost who are perishing to repent of their sins and come to Messiah Jesus. Why? Because faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. And Bible prophecy is coming alive like never before all around us, warning us, get ready for the coming of the Lord. Now, I'm about to talk about financial realities in terms of the cost the, of the airtime for this program. But first, I want to say this. You know, I, I, I get it. I understand why people would say, oh, that guy's just doing this program because he wants money. No, that's not true. As a matter of fact, if you haven't received Jesus as your Savior and Lord, please do not send any 
money into this program. If the Lord doesn't put on your heart to do so, please do not send any money to this ministry. All we're asking is from the Lord that He would fulfill what He's called us to do. You see, my help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. And I'm confident He's raising up viewers of the program Watch Therefore who appreciate the program, it's blessing their lives, and they want to hear, see others get this message that they might be blessed as well. So, if that's you, if the Spirit of the living God puts on your heart, now this is something to sow into. This is something that is going to win people to the Lord. This is something that is for this time and for this hour, and I want to be part of it. Then what you can do is go to watchtherefore.tv, and there's online giving there, but also we would ask you to sign up for our monthly newsletters. You see, we have our ministry, Watch Therefore. That's kind of like the umbrella under which we stand, and we march with that umbrella this way. Blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. Those two ministries. Why? Because in Romans 1.16, the Bible says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Messiah Jesus. It's the power of God for salvation for everyone who believes to the Jew first and then to the Gentile. Yes? And so the way that we do that, or the way we uh, take those marching orders practically is through our ministries, blessing Israeli believers, through our Israeli believing partners here in Israel doing exciting things, and, and our ministry poured out for the nations. Go to our website, watchtherefore.tv, sign up for our monthly updates for those ministries because you can be prayer partners as the Lord leads. You can also be financial partners. Just a quick update, we, are, uh, we just paid for the water well for 364 orphans and vulnerable children on a refugee camp in Uganda. There's more news coming out about that. There's so much exciting, exciting work for us to do together. So we can have a basket full of fruit when our Savior comes for us and we can hear him say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. That's what we want to hear when we see him. Yeah. And so watchtherefore.tv, that's where you can go to find out more about this ministry, sign up for our newsletters, and also as the Lord leads only financially support this very expensive uh, uh, project called Watch Therefore. It's amazing how much airtime costs, yet the benefit and the fruit of it is so exciting, and it's certainly more than worth it. We're laying up for ourselves treasures in heaven and preparing for the return of the Lord. We're going back to the program. Remember, Watch Therefore. Welcome back to Watch Therefore. In the teaching segment, the first part of our program, uh, we saw that the Apostle Paul, after living a faithful life of diligent service to Messiah Jesus, living the life of the sufferings of Messiah, that finally it was time for him to go and be with the Lord and he would be martyred for his faith. And, And he knew that and he said he was a drink offering. He had lived his life as a sacrifice to the Lord and now it was time for him to go into the next life. He had fought the good fight. He had finished his race. He had kept the faith. And we saw that in 2 Timothy, verses 6 and 7. Now we're going to look at verse 8. Finally, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day, and not to me only, but also to all who have loved his 
appearing. I'm so excited because this is the Watch Therefore message. It's so powerful. So Paul, knowing he's going to be with the Lord, writing to Timothy and to every believer in Messiah Jesus in this respect, says that he, Paul, is going to receive this crown of righteousness that the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to Paul on that day. What's he talking about? He's talking about the day of judgment for all believers in Messiah Jesus. It's been a constant theme through the book of 2 Timothy. And uh, again, I've taught on this in, in previous programs, but just to touch on it, uh, in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, Paul, dealing with a very carnal, worldly body of believers, the Corinthians, was warning them there's a day where every believer in Messiah Jesus will stand before him. Yes, all who are born again go to heaven, but there's going to come a very serious day when every believer in Messiah Jesus will give an account for how they were a steward over the things they were given to invest in this life pertaining to the kingdom of God. That's the the faithful servant message. That's well done thy good and and faithful servant. The parables Messiah Jesus spoke on that, which are themes of this program. Watch therefore. Watch therefore. The, The faithful servant is to watch therefore and be ready for the master to return at any time. And then there will be a day of judgment and the righteous judge will give out crowns, rewards for those who had the faith to walk in a certain way, to live their lives according to faith in categories the Lord lays out that are very pleasing and important to him. And so they should be to us, but tragically so often they are not important to us. And so we're being reminded here that the Lord, the righteous judge, he will judge Everyone born again, not for sin and guilt that's already been dealt with at the cross and people who have received Messiah Jesus have been forgiven. But with regard to reward, these crowns that I'm talking about and that Paul's talking about and loss, losing the rewards that were intended if someone would have just walked in the ways of the Lord pertaining to these matters. But no, they chose to go their own way. They chose to love the things of this life more and esteem them more than the kingdom of God. Then they will suffer loss. For eternity, why? Because these are rewards rewards given based on walking by faith in this life. And once Jesus our Lord comes, we can never walk by faith. Again, we will be walking by sight. See how important this is for all of us today? He says, no, the righteous judge will give the crown of righteousness out, not only to Paul, but for everybody who lived like Paul. What's he saying? How did Paul live? Paul lived a life of loving the anytime appearing of Messiah Jesus. Think about that. Think about that. The Lord didn't return in the clouds for his people in Paul's day and take them to that place that he was preparing for us. No, no, no. Paul lived his life knowing that that could happen any moment, but it didn't happen in Paul's life. We are to live our life even though the signs are all around us, Messiah Jesus must come back soon because all these prophetic things are taking place that pertain to his coming and sitting on the throne of David. Uh, But before that, we know he will take us up in the clouds. We will go to this judgment seat. There will be rewards given, right? And then we, all that will be left after the judgment seat of Messiah, it says in Revelation 19, are the righteous acts of the saints, 
And then we will return with him. Before that, the rapture must take place to take us to that place and to go through those, those things in the kingdom in heaven before we, return, before we return with the Lord. But still, there are people in this life today even, all over the world, who are believers in Messiah Jesus that will pass away. So whether that's the case, whether it's someone who has lived their life looking for the Lord every day and he hasn't come, and, and they go uh, to the grave and then they are raptured, their bodies come up out of the ground later, and then they go to stand before the Lord, or someone who is alive when Messiah Jesus comes. I think I'm going to give a verse to clarify. In Second Thessal- in, uh, uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel and the trumpet of God. The dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up with them together in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we always be with the Lord. So whatever the case may be, whether someone died in this life and their their, uh, remains are raptured and meet their spirit in the air that has already been in heaven, right? And then, or whether it's someone who is alive who's caught up in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. Either one, if they've lived their life looking for the rapture, looking for the Lord to come, they will stand before Him that day and receive this crown, the crown of righteousness, the crown of righteousness. Isn't that exciting? Isn't that exciting? Well, it is if you're excited about His appearing, if you love His appearing. Yeah. See, this isn't only for Paul. He says, and not me, not to me only, but also to all who have loved his appearing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you look for the Lord to come every day? Do you look for him to come? There's a special passage in Titus I'm going to give you. And it's a continual thought. You'll understand why that's important in a moment. It's a continual thought. In Titus chapter 2, verses 11 through 14, it says this. It says, for the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in the present age, looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Messiah Jesus, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own special people, zealous for good works. You see, Grace that teaches us to deny ungodliness and to embrace righteousness also teaches us every day to look for Messiah Jesus to come for us in the clouds. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so, as we walk by grace, if we cooperate with His grace that teaches us to live a godly, righteous life and to look for Him to come in the clouds and to be excited that He's coming, could He come today? I'm going to live today in case he comes today. I'm going to live today with all my heart loving Jesus and loving people. Hallelujah. What kind of believers in Jesus would we all be if we all did that? And not everyone will, certainly. But you can and I can. And we can wear that crown of righteousness when our Messiah Jesus comes. Now, as time is running out, I got to tell you something. The Lord is speaking in Revelation chapter 3 to a church uh, that is persevering. And there's sandwiched in here, nestled in here, is an important passage for all believers in Messiah Jesus. Look at this. 
Revelation 3.10, Because you have kept my command to persevere, I also will keep you from the hour of trial which shall come upon the whole world to test those who dwell on the earth. Behold, I am coming quickly. Hold fast what you have that no one may take your crown. What he's saying is, there's a time of great tribulation like never before that's coming to the earth. Yet for those who are looking for him, for those who are born again believers, and they will be taken up out of that time, that great tribulation. And he says, hold fast to what you have, let no one take your crown. The world, the flesh, the devil, and even in the body of Messiah, doctrines today that tell us don't look for Jesus to come in the clouds for you today. He can't come for you in the clouds today. These are debilitating uh, doctrines and debilitating uh, forces that come against us to take that crown of righteousness. Why? Because that crown of righteousness is given to those who are excited about the Lord's appearing and walking by grace and looking for Him to come today. Looking for Him to come today. Oh, Listen, it's so important. Watch, therefore, and be ready. Watch, therefore, and be ready. Have you received Jesus as Lord, really? Oh, I've got a Bible. That's great. It's important. It doesn't save you. Uh, I go to church. It's very important to go to church, but it doesn't get you forgiveness for your sins. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Yeshua, Jesus. Cry out to him today. Be saved. He died on the cross for your sins. He was buried And on the third day, he rose again. He's not coming back to take religious people to that place he promised he was preparing for them. But people who love his appearing. People who are born again in this Savior, Messiah Jesus. Oh, hallelujah to the Lamb, our Lord God. All through the New Covenant Scriptures, we see uh, uh, believers who are excited about his coming and looking for his coming. I pray that speaks of you and me. Oh, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name, bless all who are watching today. Should anyone be calling upon the name of the Lord, please save, forgive, and raise them up today, along with all who are viewing. Thank you, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name. If you prayed, receive Jesus as your Savior right now, today, we've got free literature to send you. Contact us. Let us know. It's been such a blessing to be with you today. And remember, this is how we like to end the program. Watch, therefore, and be ready. Messiah Yeshua is coming any moment. Thank you for joining us for our program today. Our program is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveschwartz62 at yahoo.com. That's D-O-V-S-C-H-W-A-R-Z 62 at yahoo.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website, watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website, watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is an amazing tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. Feel free to also find us there at watchtherefore.tv. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return Watch therefore and be ready.